Thank you for tuning in again to Blurred Lines. I'm Toya Cole, and I am here with the wonderful Karen. Hello, welcome to another wonderful episode of Blurred Lines. I'm so excited to be here with Toya, and man, the struggle is real. Real, real. <laughs> How real is it for you? It's as real as possible that I owe almost $40,000 in oh student loans. So, so let's get our table topic today. So this black, white, or blurred, okay? So I've got this scenario, okay? We know that Americans owe a record of 1.6 mil- trillion. Sorry, Ooh. million would not would just be like a Ooh. drop in the bucket. That would be trillion, that'd be <laughs> right? And student debt with two and ten borrowers behind in their payments, according to the Federal Reserve. So we're talking today. Um, do you think that student loans should just be forgiven? And then what about the people who've already paid off their student loans? Hmm. So that's kind of like a black, white, or blurred issue. What you think? Uh, I'm going to say it can't be black and it can't be white. Uh, this right here is a, is a tremendously blurred issue because those who have already paid off their student loans, thinking that that's just not fair. They're like, hey, if we got out there and we were on the grind, then the people who are in debt should have to get on the grind too. They're like, if I did it, they can do it too. But you know, when I when I think of this issue, I think about there's so many layers, and um, each person has kind of an individual story when it comes to student debt. You know, when we talk about man, we didn't know at this point it was going to cost ten thousand dollars just to borrow. You know, we we didn't really see those things up front. We weren't um, educated on it. Some people were. Some people's parents were had more opportunities and you know, made it easy for them to save money and things like that, where other people's parents, you know, my mom was a single mom, five girls. It mm. was a bit of a, you know, struggle to try to how save for bath- college. How many bathrooms was in that household? Girl, two. Girl. Two bathrooms, five girls? Mm-hmm. Girl, that's a whole nother story. Cat fight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think on that issue, I mean, it's, it's a constant debatable topic because you do feel for people who did do that, but I think if you look at the majority of people who are in student loan debt, that's not the same. Their story doesn't align to the same. There was some barrier that, you know, really put them behind. Hey, if I want to be, if I want to be the person that comes off as blunt or cruel, I'll just tell you what my mom used to always tell me. Every time I used to always come to her going, mom, this person has this and this, or this person was able to do this and this, and I can't, and uh, it's not fair. Um, she'd always look at me and go, life isn't fair. It is what it is. You go out there and make the best of opportunity that you have. If you're able to do it, then you aren't. But other than that, life in general isn't a fair. It's just life. Right, right. And But I just feel like, you know, there has to be some way to kind of uh, level that playing field and give people who may not have the resources or opportunity um, if they have the motivation and the, the desire to better themselves, well, why I, can't we give them those opportunities or at least make it uh, a little, not easier, but um, fair based on um, their their needs? Well, well listen here. I, you know, I'm going to say I, my mom was married um, whenever I was in college. So she had two, we had two incomes that we had to put on the um, financial aid form, you know, with, and then I had two siblings but regardless of that I applied for scholarships I applied for other things that were free and my first four years of college 
was free based off the fact that I had all my scholarships and everything like that and financial aid. It kept getting renewed. So I got away without paying anything. But then at the course of this life went on a little couple more years, I decided to be like, I don't want to do that job anymore. So then I decided to go back to college and that was on my dime. I didn't even bother to go look at scholarships or anything like that. I got kind of lazy in that aspect. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to apply for these loans. I had never done it before and go with it that way and get this taken care of. Cause I didn't feel like writing those essays, doing this and doing that extra thing, which I should have. And I think too, the, the story, uh, what I can kind of echo from your story is that the lack of education on what, how to go about, you know, paying for college. I, I don't think I was uh, fully educated on the student loan process. It's just, it was something I knew I had to get in order to pay for education because at bottom line, I needed my education no matter the amount that it costs because that was going to get you that job. Yeah. That I already have other barriers that I'm, you know, and I have to have education as a tool and resource to change my life and the trajectory of, um, those after me. I think we should call that. I I think they should offer a class called financial awareness. Right. Right. You know, I don't know. That sounds like a good title. Like they always want to talk about drugs. (laughs) Drug awareness, dare, keep the kids off drugs. Right, here's how you will pay for college. Let's say you take a, I mean, it really needs to be a realistic class, I think, in, in high school. As the highest form of debt for all Americans. Did you know that? So it's either a house or college. <sighs> it's like the American dream is almost not as attainable when you have to choose. I thought we both. That's you know, true. that's a good point. That is a good. So, point. Um, and I just feel like I would have maybe more money in my pocket if I was able uh, to not have to pay such high uh, monthly notes to repay for my education. Yeah, a thirty-year loan is the same thing as for 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 a house is like a thirty-year education loan. Right, and I and I think that. A lot of people, even though it looks nice, like, oh, educators or doctors make X amount of money, well, you have to calculate that part, a large portion or maybe even a third of that is going back to paying their student loans. So they're not really getting the full benefit of that salary that they were so seeking for because they're having to, to pay that back for, you know, some people it might be 10, 20, 30 years until you can finally breathe. That is a lot to pay for. Right? If I had that awareness and I was educated I, about student loans, borrowing, interest, all that good stuff, um, well, not good, uh, but all of that information, I think it would have made me make a more informed. Uh, informed decision on how to go about paying for my education. So, you know, ideally, I, I didn't see, foresee the circumstances, you know, Uh, that I would be in in the future, Uh, but, you know, I thought you get a loan, pay for college, pay off the loan, marriage, kids, but, you know, please show me someone who it's happened that way, you know, (laughs) where they're, well, it's it's happened for plenty of people, it, you know, playing devil's advocate on the situation, it just sucks for some, because the the reason why it ends up sucking for some is because you expect that once you get out of school, 
that you do get that job, right. that almighty high-paying job that's going to help you to pay off your student loans. Right. That's what we all hope for. So it's all like this, like the steps, like you said. But then sometimes you go out there, the job market for what you went to school for is dry as I don't know what. Girl, dry as a Texas. I know. It, it sure is. And how can we... <laughs> It's just baffling because we go in, you know, it's like we were sold, you know, the American dream, but it's not really attainable for everyone. And one of the things that I felt I needed to do was to get my education in order to um, compete in this world. And so I felt like I kind of had to do what I had to do. And part of that was student loan debt. I just feel there needs to be some better system. There has to be a better way to manage, to, um, you know, uh, with, with all the information. I mean, mortgages and then education, you know? People aren't even educated it's, in mortgages either. They don't know the 15 year. And most people aren't year. even using their, their mm-hmm. college degrees, you know, after paying all that money. Oh. A lot of people can't find jobs. They aren't utilizing their degree or they're not working in the field that they originally thought okay, they would. So it's hard because you're like, man, this is what I want to do, you know, and you kind of have to well, start from the ground over. And if I you're switched. starting at the bottom, Man, and you got to pay like a eight hundred and fifty dollar a month student loan. Who paying that, girl? I got I got student loans. Eight hundred and fifty dollars yes, for the student loan. Yes, girl. Girl, ma, I can't this, pay eight hundred. Hey, hey, that right there is an Audi car payment. Hey, exactly, girl. That's Ain't why that like, the is struggle that? is real. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm balling on a budget. Okay, we we it. just uh, yes. Now yes. I know why they want them rims. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Nobody wants rims. Girl, no. I can't no. afford a rim. I can look at a rim. I like them, them 18s. No, you know them 15s. No, they 18s. Girl. <laughs> but but in the article, they also said the issue has been a cornerstone of some presidential candidates' campaigns, you know? Um, who are you going to vote for? Well, I, know, I know you don't want to say who you're going to vote for, but. Hey, it's almost like, I don't care. As long as whoever's wiping out these student loans. And then you're going to no. make everybody <laughs> mad. Because, first of all, I no. realized that, you know what? My mom used to tell me, you can't make everybody happy. Somebody's going to be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what you choose to do or who says what, somebody's going to be mad about something. Right. And so I don't think the debate, the thing, everything, somebody, everybody's going to be mad. It's just right. kind of like, eh. Sometimes I just wish we could live in a utopian society. But... <laughs> What I gather here and what I've been looking at, because living in Germany for like three and a half years, yeah. I'm over there talking to these youngsters and these kids. Well, they're not really kids. They were all in, in like a trade school or they were already like starting to take tests to be in college. And then I was like asking them how much it is. They're like, we just got to pay for our room and board. College is free as long as we pass the test and we, we test out for that specific job. And I was like, huh? Wow. Where do they do that at? And, and, and that's... You know, something to highlight is um, read a recent article where more people are getting four-year degrees and not going to trade schools, and there's a lot of open jobs in the trade Mm -hmm. schools, and I think that may be one of the solutions is to really look at, yeah, advertise and advocate for kids who, you know, of course, we're looking at college, career, and military readiness, 
well, a career may be a trade school for some to at least start out. It may be a talent of theirs where yes. that could empower them to or motivate them to eventually go to a four-year. So I think we really need to start highlighting trade schools uh, or the options yeah. or at least exposing kids to the 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 opportunities as here's this here's the military trade schools and then here's also you know if you want to go to a community college or four-year degree but also that education bringing in the the educational piece while you're in high school of saying here is you know if you can't pay for college and you got a student loan here is how that would look like show me word for word money here's the interest Something like that would be powerful, I believe. Well, yeah, you know, but then even then when you show somebody or hand somebody breadcrumbs or teach a man how to fish, sometimes they still want somebody else to do the fishing for them. Hey, hey, but I would have, yes, but (laughs) uh, hey, I would have been like, hold up, I got to pay how much after what, after this many years, you know, it's just, it just was like, you know, I wasn't educated. I went up to college and had to register myself, do all that financial aid. So did I. And so there was nobody who was like, I was one of the first ones in my family to go to college. And so, and that was not by way of military paying for my college. It was just me straight going straight forward and doing it. Especially whenever I tried to join the Army Reserves, I was like, well, I can get this college paid for. But I was too skinny. Lo and behold, too skinny. I know. You remember after college, we, we, we actually <laughs> did not know, um, you know, uh, we both wanted to go into education, but... Um, before we got into the teaching program, we were like, what should we do? You know, yeah. we need, uh, both had degrees in political science. We were like, where should we start? So we actually went down to the National Guard, um, the local National Guard Center out here. And, I wanted uh, to become a lawyer, so we <laughs> Air Force yeah, JAG so, program. So we actually uh, signed up, and Toya was underweight, <laughs> so she could not go. And I was like, dang. And then he booked me for, like, MEPS or whatever. I didn't. Uh, show up because I was like, dang, we were supposed to do this together. Like, you know, so, and then after that, we ended up just, uh, you know, going into the teaching program. And and I I really think um, you really have to take into account the entire or the totality of student loans. Um, And so I think that highlights not just when you're looking at candidates, what they're going to do about it, because that impacts the economy. So you have to look at, you know, what their what their view is or their platform is on the economy and different things, because it's all connected. It's all contributing to our overall uh, national debt. So we've got to really figure out a way uh, so that the next generation behind us aren't still struggling with the same issue. Hey, I don't think, quite frankly, even though these candidates or certain candidates are promising, hey, I just want to eradicate student loans and be done with it, I don't think that would be the case. It would be like we need to pay back what we have, and then they're going to try and start some other kind of program. I'm just saying that sometimes that other countries are doing other things, and I think maybe if you do the research, you gather a great team of people, we could somehow implement that whole college thing because I'm thinking if you do that, like they get out of school at 16 over there, like I was saying, and that's because then they prep for two years for that trade to be a plumber. It's not bad being a plumber. I'm like, it's a, it's a shitty situation, but oh, <laughs> but you're making money. You know how many people make you money? You have a skill yes. that, that you know, not everybody can go and do. But I was also so. amazed, like, okay, because so my car broke down in the garage. Um, your spouse told me about a the mechanic that 
you guys have come to the house to work on your car. And I'm like, what? I like right. a car concierge, concierge service. So I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, so I called this guy up or whatever. He's like, I'll schedule you in. And then when I got the chance to talk to him, he was saying that he used to be a mechanic at a shop Mm -hmm. and that he decided to just do it where he's an on-call mechanic. He just go to your house and anything that's not too hard that he can fix, he charges you on the spot and then he fixes, you know, all your things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this kid right here is falling. Yeah. And the fact that he was only like 20 years old Mm -hmm. and I was like, what? Right. 20 years old. He just started. I, I know he didn't go to business school. I know, I know he, all he did was do the mechanic program and that's considered a trade. Right. Think about it. He made $25 off me in one hour and all it was, was my battery. And he changed the battery and made $25 off me in one hour. But, but I think I, I don't know if I would have looked to that router, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I didn't, I wasn't exposed to even the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, (laughs) <laughs> tongue, tongue twister. Oh my gosh, I need more coffee this morning. The entrepreneurial. <laughs> Anyways, we'll just cut it. He's an entrepreneur, okay? Hey, hey, you try saying that three times before 9 a.m. in the morning without right. coffee. You're okay? right. You're entrepreneur, okay? There you go. There we go. You got it. But, but at the same time, I wasn't exposed to here's how to build a business. Here's how to do all that stuff as a way out, you know, cause Hey, being a biz, a lots of people just start businesses and go into that. Yeah. That was never even a thought in my mind. Just like That's I wasn't true. exposed to the military in high school That's either. True. And that maybe I may have very well done that as a means to not have student loans, oh, but yes. nobody ever came to our school or said, Hey, you know, or, Anything like that. So I believe that exposure is so key, whether it's educating students on here's how much it's going to cost and also educating them. The military can pay for it. You can also go to a trade school. If you still want college, here is how to do it. And here's how you have to pay for it. Then I can make a more informed decision because I may not have a parent at home who did all that or knows what to do. Or, you know, who's like, so. hey, I was listening to The Breakfast Club this morning and T.D. Jakes go, we, he goes, well, you know better, you do better. And I was, just like, I was like, well, there you go. Well, you know better, you do better. So therefore, hey. when you're more informed, you're more, you're better inclined or more inclined to make better decisions about your life. Right. Yeah. But right. Hey, but right now, and I, and I saw something and I posted it on my Facebook, but it said being broke is hard, becoming wealthy is hard. Choose your hard. And mm. I thought about that. At the age of 18, when I was about to get them student loans, I said, ain't no way I'm about to, you know, I have to have my education and I'm not about to be broke in a sense as far as career wise. I'm going to educate my mind so that I can put something together to be wealthy. And if I had to get student loans, man. I'll say kudos to those who have paid them off. Kudos to those who have paid them off. Bravo. For real, for real. I applaud you. And for I'm real. Like, and I know behind that wallet has probably been a good parent. Hey, hey. Co-sign for that loan. A good parent. Y'all Just can like, cash at me. pay for some of that. Um, I know it if is. If you'd like. Let's t- tell me your secret. <laughs> tell me your secret. <laughs> right, right. I, mean, I know you. I know somebody helped you yeah, along the way. Yeah. I know. If you got them student loans paid off within like, I don't know how many, like two, three years. Hey, but mm. but when, when I pay those student loans off, I'm going to be balling. Hey, hey, just like everybody, I'm going to be like, man, my paychecks are going to be looking. Listen, listen, 
because hey. I get to keep my money. Hey, you know, it's February. It's approaching us. <laughs> it's February. It's approaching us. You know who who came to find me? Who's coming who? to find me? Who? Uncle that Sam. Uncle Sam. Knock, he knock, knock. He's all like, girl, let me go on and get them interest. <laughs> collect that interest rate from you. Right. He take my taxes every year. <laughs> I was like, damn. Oh, dang. I'm like, but, I don't get a tax break or nothing. But, you know, February mm. brings so much. You have taxes mm. are coming up in February, right? Woo, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. But, you know what? A lot of people broke up kind of around the holidays. They broke up in November. <laughs> yep. And they cruising single until right after Valentine's Day. Spring break, they back on it. Ooh, girl, you know they do to that avoid spring that break. Money. That's that spring fever. <laughs> mm. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Making yes. babies. Y'all trying yes. to make tax cuts. <laughs> Right. Like, if we have the baby around this time, we can make a tax break. Right. <laughs> well, I have the baby before next time so I could put it on my taxes. Yeah. No. But, like, mm. but taxes are coming up, so make sure you're getting all your stuff in line for uh, to file those taxes before the April oh whatever deadline. Um, then what else? We have Black History Month. We can't Ooh, wait to share a show with you guys next month. And it's a leap year. Yes. An all about day to celebrate. Uh, 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 empowerment and celebration. So we can't really wait to share experiences more so because I feel like the more so you share uh, the voices of other people, you can connect and, and learn from each other. Yeah, you know? Yeah, we're going to take the time to highlight in our next podcast some of our wonderful african-americans that have done a lot that are still doing a lot for our country so tune in for that and then in addition uh we'll talk about valentine's day but we have the big question of dating you know dating in 2020 we've got some past stories for you we've got some um what it's like with technology nowadays and how that's changed um how we met our significant others and 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 kind of information on just what to do i mean it's so hard to navigate that whole area even looking at people who date overseas you know people from different cultures and countries uh like 90 day fiance we're going to talk about are those people just downright crazy or are they just living their best life okay crazy state of mind you know okay that, those those are topics we really have to get to the bottom to, bottom of you know that they just may be just so positive in such a space that they're willing to take that risk i want you guys to chime in you know we'll post something on our facebook uh, so that you guys can kind of chime in because we want to hear from you and hopefully we'll hear from some some people that are out there in the dating scene who've been successful and unsuccessful. Well, hey, Granny's still single, so I don't think that's success. <laughs> right. I don't right. think that's they're very and I'm like and the fact is that these two individuals are they got a good head on their shoulders, they got great jobs, great careers, but yet still can't seem to make it work in the love department. Hey. So just like student loans, the struggle is real for me. The struggle is real in dating. So we'll talk about that in our next episode. So be sure to tune in. And thank you guys for listening. I hope you tune in in February. And just on a last note, just want to pay tribute and honor sending our thoughts, prayers, and love to the Lakers legend Kobe Bryant his teen daughter, and among the other nine people that were also killed in the helicopter crash, that tragedy. Um, uh, I want to also uh, give a quote and just leave you with this. And it was posted on Twitter by um, at 
black tie. So he wrote, the whole world just shifted off the strength of one human. Your life is an extraordinary opportunity. Never forget that. Have a great week. Have a great month. Be positive. Stay positive. Be bold. You're awesome.